Talking photography with Christian Fletcher, Christian Fletcher and Coward. Coward. By placing values on the exposure scale, on the desired zone, we then get the required information in the negative. Mate, so, can you repeat that in Australian for me? Christian Fletcher, where the hell have you been? Ah, well, mate, I, where haven't I been? I haven't been in the real world. I've been off... You know, looking after aging parents, actually, mm. and then trying to get two exhibitions off the ground and mm. uh, deal with two teenagers, one who is just about to start uni in a couple of weeks mm. uh, and move to Perth and leave the nest. And um, That's good. Another one who's who's learning to drive. So, yeah, life is chaotic and crazy at the moment. But they'll eventually bugger off. So that's uh, that's actually really good news. Mate, um, people have been reaching out to us and they've been going, where are you guys? Like, are you doing podcasts anymore? Mm-hmm. I know. Well, we've just been, it's just been a difficult time, you know. I've got so much other stuff on and, and um, yeah, I just needed to take a break. Just need to, you know, try and get things. Plus, I went away. I did I did go away for two weeks up, up to the Pilbara, which was so nice. Mm. It was with my wife, no kids. It was just was glorious but um anyway what about you but you give down in esperance you know so you would have been just doing your radio show and taking epic photos of the landscapes down there so yeah you you do and it's not because i'm a great photographer but it is quite difficult to actually take a a bad shot yeah it is it is even though i have a whole folder full of bad shots of esperance don't worry oh i've got tons as well Uh, i got the canon 5d mark ii back the other day uh, yes, yes, I heard. I think you should um, keep a hold of that because that's definitely going to be worth a lot of money one day. What do I do with it? Like you can't uh, take photos of it. Put it in a it. safe. Put it in a safe. You need to dig a hole in the ground, put it in a safe and bury it. Oh. Fill that up in 20 years' time. I just had an idea because it's mm-hmm. such a, a cult camera. We should sell it to one of the listeners. What do you reckon? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what's the price tag? One million or one million dollars? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'll sell, but anyway. But hey. That's enough about us. What about who we got on the line? Uh, we've actually got a proper artist today, Johannes Reinhardt. Oh, yes. Hey, hey, Johannes, how are you, mate? Hey, good. Hello. How are you going, guys? Sorry, we you had to sit through all that backstory of us, you know, trying to explain so where we've been and what we've been doing. <laughs> but um, it's lovely to have you on the show, mate. I, I've been a, a, a big fan of your work for a long time, and um, you, you know, you're a, a, what would a, a contemporary photographer that does beautiful mm. gritty um, um emotional emotive uh stunning work um actually one of the, my favorite images of yours was the one of, from the mermaid show which was that that you won the moran contemporary photographic prize uh with and um that i mean it was just a one of those images that you um it almost looked illustrative you know i guess the way you yeah, look um yeah, you uh, did the post-production on that, but uh, mm-hmm. such a cool shot and it's quite interesting. And, and and when you look at it, you go, oh, what, you know, what is this? You know, what, how did he do that? Is that, is that CGI? Is it, it's, it, but um, well, how did that feel to uh, win that award, mate? Mm. Um, that was a very, um, I mean, when I, when they actually announced my name, I was just like hyperventilating. It's <laughs> 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 just crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, it was it was an amazing experience um, to win a big prize like this. Um, yeah, yeah. And did you go? So you went over for the awards for the awards. I went over for the awards. Yeah. Yeah. Did they did they send you an email say, look, you probably should come over, or did you just? Yeah, they rang they rang and said I should come over. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, then, but then, you know, when they do that, what what you end up thinking then is, oh, hang on, may, I might just be runner-up or something. You know? Yeah, or like I, I was hoping that it'll be worth my while to go and that it's not like, really, you... I had to fly for this sort of yeah, thing, but yeah. now it's definitely, um, and they didn't let anything, um, you know, like when I say hello in the morning, they, they didn't let anything on stuff. Yeah, was, which is, uh, it, it's good and bad, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Oh, oh, it's good, I think. Yeah. yeah, well, it is good in that, you, you know, you're more excited, um, but mm. bad in that you, you stress and you think about mm. it. And, and um, yeah. I mean, I've, I have been in that situation once before myself. Um, not not such a big award, but, um, but, you know, you just go, oh. You know, I was told to change my flights out. You know, don't don't go flying home just yet. And then I was sitting mm. there waiting for the announcement, and I was like, oh, "Okay, well, you know, you're you're the you're runner up, you're a finalist. You know, you know, you didn't win it, sort of thing." Mm. And um, so, yeah. But that's a, that's a, so. What tell us a bit mm. of the backstory on that photo because it's um, yeah, it's really remarkable. And it's so, the, do you know the one Carmen I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I'm looking at it now actually. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's a, um. So at Fringe, um, the Perth Fringe Festival, um, there's like a mermaid tank. So that's like maybe a three meter across. It's a kind of cylindrical shape, mm. yeah. basically like an old drum, like uh, stand upright. And there's mm-hmm. some windows cut in. Mm. Yep. Obviously a lot bigger than the oil drum. <laughs> and uh, mermaids doing a show. And on that particular image, like there was the last mermaid show of the festival, I think yeah. 2015. And... Um, and it was just like nuts, like uh, Tina Tina, so her stage name, like Michelle, she did uh, like splash the kids like crazy and put yeah. on an amazing show. And so I've seen a lot of potential. I've seen the kids, you know, like the great atmosphere and kids stomping in the mud. There was like mud in front of the tank and and then the light was just right. And I, I kind of recognized, I was like, oh my God, you know, everything's like perfect, as in perfect, mm-hmm. there's potential and I'm just waiting for for like this a moment to happen you know yeah. um where just everything lined up and it actually did line up yeah and um it was just kind of lucky right spot right time and recognized the potential and then yeah because that, and, that and then and, and took it from there yeah and was that just one of the only color shots in that series because you've done a whole series on of that uh that work yeah, was, mm. uh, and the rest of it's in black and white was that um was there a reason that you did that one in color or was it mm. Well, there was, uh, so I have like, I think three, three, four thousand mermaid photos in total. Okay. So I, I've been visiting mermaids for a long time mm. um, and keep shooting them. Like like I wrote in the head-on, uh, last year I had an exhibition at head-on with my mermaid series. And, mm. you know, I've I kind of been drawn to the tank. I mean, I'm quite involved with Fringe Festival. And uh, so I've been like, keep on, you know, visiting the mermaid tank and been drawn to this. And, yeah, and, um, yeah, and then... Uh, last, I think, you know, year and a half, I thought, ah, better, better look at those images, and I mm-hmm. think there could be something in there, or make a web gallery or something, and then, yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, I printed like a hundred color pictures, hundred black and white, and I put them together and sequenced them, and then there was just, and it's only like, I mean, I have thousands of mermaid shots, but there's like maybe fifteen, twenty where they just they sit together and they got a feel mm-hmm. about them. And yeah. it's only like fifteen to twenty black and white images that have that, and the rest doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, okay. Quite sad that's, in some ways. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, like this decisive moment. I mean, we're we're talking about milliseconds, you know, between a good shot and a bad shot. So, yeah. it also looks like. Did you actually get in the tank with these guys as well? Yes, I also did. Like in yeah. the in the Mermaid series, so yeah. I've been twice on the water with them. Mm-hmm. 
one very long time with a point and shoot camera mm -hmm. and uh, once with a with a proper 5d mark ii i think borrowed it from yeah. a friend because another friend lent me a housing mm. yeah um yeah it was cool yeah i wonder what they how much they can see out though because i mean obviously they open their eyes do they say how how easy it is for them to see under the water or out through the tank to the people outside i mean you kind of make you make the kids out it's all kind of there's sort of half silhouette ish um yeah. because yeah. i didn't i think one time i had goggles the other time i, I didn't either. I think I looked for a camera or something. Can't remember. Yeah. But... Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you're doing it, doing it tough, mate. I mean, I hate the water, so you know, good okay. on you for getting in there and getting wet. But um, yeah. Um, yeah. So when did you actually fall in love with photography? When did you discover it? Mm. Like back in Germany, as I, I think I live here 23 years now, and um, so maybe another five to ten years before that. Mm. Um, so I had a little point and shoot, and I always liked taking pictures even though it was quite expensive for film back then, right? Yeah. As a normal person. And yeah. then um, one day I bought myself an SLR and bought one of those fancy cameras and then read a book about how it works and then mm. yeah, there was no looking back after. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, days are the days of film. I mean, I mean, film was great, but um, mm. uh, you, you don't still shoot film? You don't shoot any film at all No, anymore? I don't, yeah. Yeah, no, you don't. I've got don't some in the freezer. That's yeah, it. have you? <laughs> <laughs> Johannes, can I ask you, you're a, uh, a German. Where are you from in Germany? So I grew up near Munich uh, on the Ammersee. Um, so that's like 40 k's out of Munich. Mm. Between Basically between Munich and Neuswanstein, um, somewhere like halfway, mm. close mm. to halfway. Um, so I grew up in a yeah, nice little town, 3,000 people mm. on the lake. So it's quite beautiful. It's a bit like living in Dunsborough, I guess, you know, like hey, really, yeah, okay. yep. really nice scenic right. surrounding yep. generally, just yeah. in Germany. What, uh... And, of course, you're, you're shooting with the Leica, of course, being German and everything. No, I don't. Oh, come on. I really? I can't afford it. <laughs> go and get an SL2. Uh, what, what, um, what, you, know, you should go and get an SL2 uh, straight away, actually, Johannes. But yeah, what... you should, uh, actually, you should just speak to Leica and say, hey, look, um, yep. I think you guys need to look after me. Because, yeah, um, I'm serious. You know, they, need, they need photographers of your, of your uh, caliber and quality to, to uh, be using their, their gear. But, um, you know, if they're listening to this... Um, I'll, I'll let them know. Look after Johannes. Now, I've got to ask you, Johannes, you've been in Australia for over 20 years. What actually brought you here? So my wife's from here. She's born and grew up here. And um, she was doing hotel management school in Switzerland and, mm. and then moved to Munich. Oh. And that's where we met. Like in a five... Yes. And then... And then... I mean, hang we, hang on, we you both... working in the five star hotel as well? Yeah, I was working there too, yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, not obviously, but yeah, mm. unfortunately, obviously. Um, it was good times, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, we both worked there and got to know each other a little bit. And then I think it took like a year before we really got to know each other. Mm. And then um, then she wanted to go to the US and I wanted to go somewhere else too. So I thought, oh, let's do that. And I said, if that doesn't work out, then we go to Australia because it's we knew we could get a visa. I mean, she definitely and I normally. Mm. Yeah. And um, so we asked it didn't work out. And then we came here and uh, pretty much settled here. Then mm. yeah. Um, yeah, have okay. a look back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but, and, and, and she was obviously a Perth girl. She's a Perth girl, yeah. Yeah, her yeah. parents still live here. She's in yeah. her mom now. 
Yeah, and so uh, America, what were you? What was the plan in America? Were you going to do photography there? Or, um... No, I used to be a pastry chef, so I was. Uh, that's why I was in Munich uh, working there. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, I would have actually got a job at New York Hilton, which would have been yeah. in, in some ways really cool for the label, but I think it would have been very hard work for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, and then we settled in Australia. And you obviously not. Um... Uh, you're not um, uh, doing pastry chef anymore. You, you no, I don't do that anymore. No. Do you have friends come around and say, "Look, you know, can you make me a pie or a really <laughs> nice cake or something like that"? You must have that. Sometimes they say that, uh, like you know, for the kids' birthdays, I make cakes and like yeah. here and there, not not very often. Mm. Yeah. But when people taste the cakes, they 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 do appreciate them. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I used to be as good as cake making as a as a photographer. Yeah. I think. Well, next I... time you have a um. You know, a, a gig at, at Team Digital, you need to make a couple of cakes oh, ab- and, absolutely. And, and bring them along because they, you know. <laughs> can I, uh, Hannes, can I, can I ask you, you, you're clearly a gifted photographer, but your work has transcended into art. When did you make that step going from a photographer to, to an artist? Yeah, well, I, I still find it hard to call myself an artist, even though I think I recognize for myself um that's kind of what I do nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, a, a week ago, we went to the Van Gogh exhibition. They had all those statements that Van Gogh wrote, and I go, oh, my God, like, that's what I'm thinking. So that was like a, a third of them I could really resonate with just from my own perspective. What, what, um, what were some of those things that resonated with you? I, he wrote, I think he wrote, like, uh, like music to me is, like, such an important thing and, and the feeling and, and all that. Um, and I wrote something similar in my newsletter not, mm. not long ago. Um, mm. And just, like, I think being in tune and slowing down and, and looking at nature and, and also feeling it mm. and then sort of really get in touch with, with what you're doing, I, I think. Um, so I could really resonate with that. Yeah. What, um, what styles of photography... Um... Uh, are you most interested in? Yeah, I think just my own. Um, just to answer Garmin's question, I think um, so. I was, I was, I guess you know, as any young photographer, you you do what you do, and um, and you want to be recognized, of course. And then, and there's all those different outlets that say we value this or we value that. And um, and I used to then get drawn in. And um, and I remember, you know, like you submit and you hope that the judges like what you do right mm. and and you think you, you kind of try to second guess so you choose the more i chose the more commercial work to enter because that's what i've seen in the competition and then mm. and i think i did it like for two or three years and then the third or the fourth year i went like you know bugger this i just gotta put my own stuff in mm. and um and see how that goes because that's the stuff i really care about mm. and with that i won australian documentary photographer of the year which uh yeah pretty mind-boggling that back then for me mm. yeah probably yeah. sit in the audience like you back then christian yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah, cool. um and this, that was like the best thing that could ever happen to me because i basically i won a big prize with my own stuff mm. and then and before i've been quite conflicted you know of what i was supposed to do like you know i did my own stuff but then i also did you know i tried to fit in i guess yeah. and after that after i won the prize i realized i won the prize because i um I just followed my own path there and then since then i think that's 2014 or 15 mm. since then i just do my own thing and and quite happily and don't worry about any of the the, the other stuff and um 
and it seems to be working really well. So now I'm really comfortable doing that. And I think with that, I became more and more artist so, um, mm. over the years. Mm. Where it's, because it's less about trying to please someone, it's more about pleasing myself, I guess. Can yeah. I ask you, you've been quoted as saying, shoot from the heart and be true to yourself. What does that mean? Like, um, so I had a portfolio review back in 2013, I think, um, or 11, Photo Frio, um, with the head-on director, Moshe. And and he looked at my pictures back then, and he said, you know, like, I see this. I see when you take a picture, you you look at, um, you know, your focus, composition. Like, I see you look, taking care of the technical stuff. But he said, like, like uh, shoot more from the heart. You know, like, um, so basically, mm. like, shoot what you feel, you know. And um, so when I when I look at a scene, I often feel something. So I, I look at something, and it's partly I feel something, and partly partly thoughts go through my brain about what I'm seeing and what I'm reacting to. And then, mm. then I photograph that. So I'm a bit of left brain, right brain, but also, like, um, I try to get that feeling into the pictures. And a, and a lot of what I do, a lot of my pictures, the the little things that I photograph are symbolism. They symbolize something for myself in my life. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And it's okay. look, yeah. My wife always talks about you know having emotion in in photography and your photographs. And yeah. Stuff. And I think that's what you you do bring out. And mm. and you know a lot of a lot of your work is it's quite dark and gritty. Mm. And I, I just mm. love that style personally. I I, I find that much more interesting than i mean actually i like to i like it to go two ways i like it either really light and airy and and fresh and then i like it really dark and gritty and and mm. uh, it's just the stuff in the middle it's all the mid-tones i'm not so not so much of a fan of you know, <laughs> if that makes any sense so um yeah and 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 i think you're right you know uh, emotion or putting your, your heart and soul into a photograph and not pushing the button unless it it, it you know, react if, if unless you react to it in a certain way, and and it is and it is you know you're authentic. You're doing what is 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 in your your mind and in your heart, and 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 you know you're, you're making images that are truly you, not images that are influenced yeah. by someone no. else. You know, which is is hard because we're so you know bombarded I mean, so many images. You know? Yeah, I mean it's it's in one way it's hard, but it's also really easy. I think once mm-hmm. you make the step to because when you take it apart and you say, I mean, you know, all those those images you see on my website, or most of them, mm. they're like they're, they're my own pictures taken, you know, like for myself, mm. a bit like a hobby sort of thing. You know, they're not what I, so if I shoot for clients, I'm I'm all about what is it that you want and I'm trying to, you know, deliver that mm. um, rather than thinking I'm going to be um, selfish and do my own thing. So when I take pictures for myself, why would I have to please someone? You know mm. what I mean. Um, so once you once you turn it in your head and put it in the right place, then you're actually really quite free to do what you actually yeah. really love doing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's so true. I mean, it's um, you know if, if you if you give up the need to you know have a pat on the back for everything you do, um, it's such a, a nice thing, you know. I, I still post stuff on Instagram and go, "Oh, damn, that made my feed look a little bit average." Now that one's not quite; it doesn't go with that one. But then I sort of given that up, and and I, I don't give a damn anymore. It's like I I, I make photos and put them up, uh, just only more so just to 
keep people looking and I don't lose my audience altogether. Not that I really care too much, but um, yeah, I, 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 I always struggle with that. Like I, I want to be free to take the photos that I want to take and um, and mm. still maintain some sort of level of um, integrity, I guess. You know, <laughs> so I don't go broke. And, so start, start a new account under a different name. <laughs> hey, I've got a question, um, of course. Yes. That's why we got you on, so we can ask you questions. Um, how much of your work is planned, and how much is is spontaneous? Because mm. you know you have these projects. Um, mm. how, do you know? Do you do you go out in the street and take your camera and go, oh look, here's a shot, I'm going to take it, and then maybe one day down the track it'll go turn into something. How how's that work? Mm. Mostly, I think two out of three is um, is pla- uh, not planned. It's totally serendipitous. Yep. I mean, uh, and. Uh, like um sometimes it's like heaven and earth that's planned um beachland early on i i um you know i I decided oh that's really cool i love this um there's something there i don't know exactly what is and and then i trying to figure out while i'm shooting what what it what it actually is um but there's quite a few like in search of my father and the mermaid that just kind of happens because i i photograph what i react to and i I see a lot of things and I photograph a lot of things over the years. And then, mm. or Sapuland, um, yeah, Sapuland is one that I knew, I think for quite some, quite a few years, I knew I'm, I'm photographing something, um, for, you know, like to do with the environment and the human footprint. Mm. And, uh, but, you know, so I'm on holiday and I see, I see this scene and I go, oh my God, like, you know, and I take this and then a minute later I've forgotten about because I put it in this box over here, like, you know, yeah. and I got a couple more series on my hard drive that are now there. They're series. I just need to consolidate them, um, yeah. basically. Yeah. But what, moving what forward, I already plan, I'm planning a series where I have to actually research and read up. And so that's going to be, I'm actually looking forward to shooting something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new and not just kind of <laughs> spend yeah. the time on a computer and try to put stuff, stuff together. Yeah. What does sappy land mean? So sappy land is a sapiens land. Mm. So it's what sapiens do to the land. Okay. Yep. So it's like Disney world. It's like the dark side of Disneyland, right? Um, uh-huh. um, so um, no That'd unicorns cool there. To to. <laughs> I reckon that would be actually good fun going to Disney Disneyland and um, making it dark and um, a little bit edgy. That'd be kind of fun. yeah. That'd be interesting. I've just I've just finished watching. Um, uh, the latest series of the Umbrella Academy and also um, Stranger Things. So, you know, oh, yeah. Some yeah. Of the darker sides are all kind of. Yeah, I, I, I've seen a couple of visuals in Stranger Things. I go, oh, I have to, you know, to, could do something with that. <laughs> yeah, this, we, we, don't, uh, we don't talk about equipment, uh, equipment much here, but what sort of camera system are you using? Actually, I've got two, this question's in two parts. What sort of camera system are you using? And with your um, your mermaid show shot, mm. how are you processing that? Because it has a, um, uh, a, a like a like a surreal quality, but it's uh, it's quite visceral as well. So I'm just wondering how you actually made that. Um, so the camera system I'm using is Canon. So I'm actually shooting with a 60 Mark II, mm. which isn't like a super fancy camera, but um, I'm a, I'm a big uh, I'm just an advocate for it's not the camera, it's the photographer. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they print nice. I mean, I can print big and all uh, because I have sharp lenses. I think that still that still counts. Yeah. 
And um, and the mermaid picture, I mean, it's a combination. One, the color palette of what the people wore and the mermaid and everything, that, that worked really well. It was all complementary. Mm-hmm. And usually there's always somebody there with the wrong outfit or parents standing at the wrong place. Or, mm-hmm. And, and their thing, you know, that just worked perfectly. And, and the second thing was the light. You know, as I said, there was like five minutes of just perfect light when this happened. Mm. And then the post-processing, it just kind of, because I kind of played with it a little bit. And then I think I used the Color Effects Pro and then that made the blue like a little bit different. I go, oh, that's like interesting. And then it just ended up being like that. Um, mm. So it was a combination of the right colors in the first place. Then the light was really just perfect. Mm. Just the right light for this kind of scene. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, Color Effects Pro with curves and Photoshops mostly um, just yeah. can't turn out like this. Yeah, it's nice. It's got a it's got a nice illustrative sort of feel to yeah. it. And, and, you know, yeah, and I think um, like um, uh, there's a, there was a bit of a um, movement and well, uh, people were doing uh, you know bringing out what well, we called it freaky details, but basically mm. bringing out really interesting. Um, texture and detail in in clothing and that and that's what it looks yeah. like in their in their shirts yeah. and, the, and all that stuff and the, there's a kind of a um it's it's sort of like a hdr but not hdr you know that that mm. uh, you, know, you know hdr got smashed <laughs> and i'm not sure if anyone actually does that anymore but um there was that there was a there was a yeah there's a there's a, there's a nice uh, uh understated um color palette in in your editing uh, which I, I really love and um there's one of a uh, you've got in on your on your Instagram page of a, a guy smoking a cigarette mm. in front of uh, uh, looks like a, I don't yeah. know, like a ticket office or something I don't like know that. Which one, yeah. You know, and um, I think you, you've lit that with a studio flash. By the no, thing. no, that was available light. Oh, it was actually there. <laughs> yeah, and and but just that you know that oh, maybe that, it's a different one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the street street photograph from the Oktoberfest. Uh, oh, that one yeah that's uh no that's uh available available light yeah that's no. uh the sun was just the sun was bouncing off something and that went on to him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just kind of and then with the lights on top of that uh, little 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 stall um everything just blended in the right way so it looks like yeah i, I used a big movie lighting rig yeah but it's uh it's just uh basically seeing the light you know when when it's just right and I think not seeing the light, seeing the light in context of how the camera likes it. So I, I'm pretty good at at knowing what when I photograph it like this way or light is like this way. I can do it, that with with it in one in post processing. But it's also when I capture it, I'm I'm trying to really use the light to my advantage because this camera sees light a little bit different, as you guys know, right? Yeah, like a little yeah. less dynamic range and yeah. more contrasty. Yeah, I think you have a good sense of color as well, color balance and harmony, and and um, that that's reflected in your photos, and mm-hmm. and that's nice, you know. And uh, and of course, every time I see people doing black and white, I, it makes me just think, oh, I want to do more black and white. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, and I just I, every time I get camera, it's like, oh, I should do more black and white. And do you think I everybody? I mean, I can do it all in post afterwards, but it's kind of nice mm. setting your camera to you know a jpeg a black and white jpeg setting so that you can kind of visualize what you're doing but i just mm. don't do enough of it so it's good to see work like yours and and photographers like yourself who 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 do that you know there's uh, russell shakespeare's another one uh, who i follow who, who does lovely black and white of course you got steve dupont guys like this that mm. do you know um, amazing work but um 
but yeah, yours is great, and I love I love your your under understated color palettes that you use and stuff. Things aren't too glossy and and um, and stuff. So yeah, and and um, so what's an average day in your life like? What do you what do you what do you do every day? Well, I'm also a stay-at-home dad of uh, now that I have two teenage kids. Uh, you know, oh. So I'm slowly oh, wow. moving uh, as in growing older and giving me more time, which is great. Yep. Um, well, right now I'm buying a house. So I'm, I'm still on home renovating here and there. I so I used to be a commercial photographer, as I yep. still am a commercial photographer. Uh, but since COVID, my business isn't going as well as as before. Mm. Yeah. And and I haven't had the the drive to actually kind of go back to how I used to be mm. um, at the moment. So I guess I'm I'm like middle aged man who's trying to find himself a little bit too. <laughs> and um, you're having a and, crisis. <laughs> no, no, not, not a crisis, but like, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't say, ah, oh, this is, see, I don't want to run around like I used to, and I used to run around all the time, yeah. um, like we all do, and I, I, so I'm quite happy with a little bit of slower pace, and I'm not quite there yet where I know what I'm actually going to do with my uh, my second mountain, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but when, when you, how much time do you do dedicate to your photography? Do you do, do you have a certain amount every day or is it just a certain amount each week or just when you've got, you've got to work towards? I think, yeah, just so in between, mostly in between. And then, um, you know, somebody rings up and say, we want you to have an exhibition. And then obviously I spend a lot more time mm-hmm. because then it's a priority. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of actually carving out chunks of time. I mean, once my, I've been painting the house, you know, for over a year mm. and it only goes in blocks because in between the kids and, and the house and the business and everything else takes up, you know, yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like carving out a bit more time just to do more because I, I have all this, I'm never catch up with the work I do or that I did. Mm. So, um, something can be more strategic and just, you know, treat it more like work and finish one thing and move to the next thing and, Mm-hmm. And then um, actually do something which I haven't done for a few years. You know, start a new project with all the excitement of a new project. Yeah, because um, I'm mostly catching up on what I already shot. Do you, Do you feel is like you're doing all all of this work and, and getting nowhere? Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I do feel like uh, you know, how do you define success? Mm. Um, mm. I mean, I do get somewhere because I I got I you know I get great titles and I have exhibitions at great places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking really awesome on paper, and <laughs> and I'm not like um, when you look at money as a validation thing, I'm not looking so great there. But then I kind of shifted. I think, and that just came naturally that I shifted from sort of being more of a commercial photographer, doing doing more performance, and you know, basically chasing what I really enjoyed doing rather than what pays the bills. And then I just found myself in a spot where oh. Suddenly, with COVID, there's, there isn't that much performance around, and um, and I'm I'm uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm still trying to answer the question, I guess. Mm. But I mean, wh- how do you define success? And I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And for me, at the moment, it's good enough. Um, yeah. But I'm also very lucky. My wife works full time and doesn't put that much pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so things things work, and then in the future, we'll see. Um, yeah. 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 That's it. I mean, the main thing. I mean. Photography is is one of those passions that you can have that it doesn't matter. I mean, if if you are, if you're a true 
fan of photography. It doesn't matter if you're making money from it. It doesn't matter if you're getting likes or not getting likes. If it, if you know, it just the very um, act of picking up a camera and holding a camera in your hands, or going somewhere and having a camera with you when you when you're traveling or when you're yeah. at the cafe or whatever. There's there's something about that extension of that little device when it's attached to your hand. Mm. That, well, it makes you look harder, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, and, and interestingly enough, my wife said to me once, she goes, "What? You know, you shouldn't bring your camera. You know, why don't you just put your camera down and just look at this sunset and just just be in the moment?" And I said, "Honey, I'm in the moment. This is I'm more in the moment than you are. <laughs> I'm looking at the light and where it's falling and how and the color and you know and the shapes on the ground and you know how it's it's what it's creating and 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 she didn't she didn't understand that. I think she understands it mm. now, but at the time it was like I was missing out on something because I was focused on you know getting a a shot and maybe in some way she's she was thinking you know that i was more interested in you know getting the focus right and getting the exposure right and then i was letting the the moment disappear from me but i don't think so i think um as photographers we we are in in the moment more than anyone mm. you know we we don't let things slip by without noticing them so i think, I think it's photography, yeah photography makes you see makes you look um so much harder do you, do you ever just switch off and just experience life or do you go around just looking for for compositions you're asking me most photographers Sorry, you're a bit quiet there mate it's like you're, you're on the other side of the room <laughs> most photographers are constantly in that zone of taking light and color and, and shape this is a question for both of you guys do you do you ever just switch off you go, you go, Johannes. You go? Okay. Um, yes, and I think the older I get, I think, and I think it comes with age, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit easier. But, I mean, if I see a scene that's amazing as a photograph, there's no way, even without a camera, I'm going, oh, that would have been an amazing photo. <laughs> Just yeah. see it. And, and because I think because you freeze time, then... So you see it and you've seen the potential and, and you know no one else seen it like, you know. And, mm. but, um, but most of the time when I leave the house and I think the light's good or it could be something, then I, I often take my camera. Mm. And, but then I also think when you're in the everyday, I'm just rushing past things just like everyone else. But, and that's the beauty. Like when you have a camera, then you actually, like you slow down or it gives you, you can give yourself permission to slow down and actually look because... Uh, I think there's so much to be enjoyed in, you know, just by by your senses, and mm. all you really need is to slow down. Have you um, have you found yourself exploring other ways of creating art? And the reason I ask that is I, I'm mm. I'm actually right now I'm on this uh, Dell E2, which is an artificial intelligence art creation supercomputer thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's uh, actually Fletch. I've just I've sent you a couple of shots. I um, a couple of pictures I've just made on it for a laugh. And Johannes, I actually just emailed you one too, based off mm-hmm. um, your mermaid stuff. But have you explored things like this to to help create your art? Or are you just um, you know are you just uh, fully focused on on the you know uh, on on actually taking the pictures yourself? Like. For me, it's uh, I mean, photography is a, is a massive component mm. in my the way I think, um, and and the beauty is like you can see it and capture it. So in, in some ways, it's quite easy. Mm. Um, I thought about painting for many years, 
try a little bit with charcoal, but I feel like I don't have the patience. But then the painting doesn't leave me because I, I see pictures in my head that, I mean, I could Photoshop, but I can't Photoshop in a way that, that I, I, can't, I see them in, in my mind. Mm. Um, so I'm, I think painting comes more and more um, that I actually might just pick up a brush and, and learn how to paint, you know, learn the technique so I can then paint what I'm seeing in my mind. Um, mm. So maybe it comes in the future. But I'm mostly, I'm busy enough with, with, uh, with photography so that mm. in some ways it works. Mm. But, um, I mean, you know, how, how much time do you have in a day? <laughs> yeah, that's um, it, it? So I'd be very interested in a lot of things, but I'm at this stage, for, I mean, photography is the main focus, mm. like, uh, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's it. That's it. I mean, I... There's so many things that I would love to do, and and mm. I, I try to push my kids towards, you know, um, you know, like music creation. I would love to mm. to create my own music, and I, I would love to to be a painter and and drawer, and I would, um, you know, just anything that's creative. I would I, I I'm into. I would like to do, and but photography is the one that I've spent the last thirty years on, so that's the one that's the most easy for me to, to mm. you know, do, and 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 I'll always do that, but. Yeah, I think I think when I retire, there'll be something. There'll be some point where I I decide to, um, and it is. It's all about time, and you and you only have so many hours in the day. Uh, yeah. You do a lot of that stuff, Fletch, with with AI. Um, like for example, here's um, this is actually an AI song created off a um, off Nirvana, and um, the backstory with this is it was apparently an unreleased song twenty seven years after Kurt Cobain passed away but this is basically AI just have a listen to this I mean it's uh, you know it's it's very basic but it does actually sound like Nirvana and I just wanted to bring that up because you know we're going to reach a point quite shortly where AI really has come to the fore. And anybody listening to this podcast, have a look at OpenAI, DAL-E2. It's uh, invitation only at this stage, and there's only, I think, 50,000 people in the world have um, been allowed to use it. Um, But you join a wait list, and you basically, you're punching up a whole bunch of keywords, and it spits out art. And, you know, this sort of technology is now sort of coming to the fore with music. And I'm just wondering, with you guys... You know, Fletch, you, you said you'd like to be in a position of, of creating music at, at some stage down the track. I mean, is this, you know, is, is using AI cheating or do you think this is like maybe another medium to, you know, sort of get out what, you, what you've got in your mind, a, a, a tool no, if you like? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit sort of, because you may, if you type in some words and it comes out and, it, and, the, and the computer decides what images are going to come out, I mm. know that there's some refinement that can be done, but... Mm. What what I would probably need to do to to feel sort of validated um, uh, that I was doing art it would be to maybe have the computer come up with the with the image mm. and then um, paint it or draw it or, or photograph it and then add some other um, you know stuff to it so mm. just so that you're not just typing in a few words and then out comes something you know. Mm. Uh, if that makes any sense, I feel like there needs to be something more than. But look, you know, that's me being an old guy um, and not being up with, you know, with the latest t- tips and tricks. Look, I, I, I think it's, I think it's cool. I mean, I'm really interested in, in augmented reality, and I, I think mm. 
to be able to create um, artwork that is superimposed in large scale on the sides of buildings or you know whatever or yeah um, through through augmented reality that would mm. be um, you know that's pretty interesting to me so mm. um, yeah I mean I, I'm 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 into all that sort of that stuff that may that may come and and, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen the um, the augmented reality stuff that they're doing in exhibitions and stuff now with you know you'll put your glasses on or so you, you're using your phone at the moment because we haven't got the glasses yet um, but you use your phone you hold it up to a piece of art and all of a sudden a, a video animation will come out come alive out of the picture and then it'll yeah, spill out and it's incredible it can be whatever you know whatever you want it to be mm. and and that's really cool and that's that's fascinating that's mm. to me is that's the future mm. um so all that is pretty neat. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that yet, but um, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us a bit about your workshops, mate. I see that you you do workshops. Yeah, I do workshops from time to time. Um, mostly I do for like other people, like my good friend Sangmar from Ninja Photography. Yeah, and whoever kind of asked, but I also slowed them down lately because I, I thought I started my own, but never got around to. It. Mm. Yeah. So that that all doesn't sound very inspirational, doesn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yeah, like, as I said before, I'm, I'm kind of recalibrating a little bit of what yeah. I really want to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still do workshops from time to time and people ask and, um, yeah. I kind of really enjoy the, the teaching part and yeah. like they say, I mean, you learn as much from teaching, but also want to make it easier for other people to learn, you know, I feel like I, I worked really hard to put all those pieces together. Yeah. Mm-hmm which there's a real advantage in it because if you learn that way, you really understand what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to make it easier for people to, you know, kind of get jumpstart them to, I think nowadays it's, it's like more, more, I guess, get, get them an idea to follow their own photography yep. rather than necessarily what's out there. Because yeah. um, I think if you follow your own photography, then you create meaningful work by default. Yeah, you know, if you, if you just do that, and then you know, it doesn't matter whether then it gets traction, yeah, with awards or not, um, because it's always going to be meaningful to you, right? Yeah, that's why Carmen just keeps photographing his car keys. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> he doesn't change his car very often, so he's he's, he's still got his um, still got the keys to the BMW, isn't that right, Carmen? Yeah, actually, I did send you a photo of my car keys the other day. <laughs> you did, yeah, and he, he was commenting on the lighting how how well lit they were but oh uh, but it was i was yeah. using that rembrandt lighting off my keys i just thought, <laughs> yeah that's right yeah, that's important <laughs> uh, he knows his stuff Carmen. He's, no, he's, he's, and um so have you got any new projects coming up mate have you what's what's in the pipeline have you um, come so up i'm gonna do like two like i upload one web gallery that's in the, in the pipe works and then i do another like a, a performance i shot performances over like from the same producers for for a few years, yeah. I think for four, five, six years now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make a web gallery out of that. I thought because my big performance that's that's just too much to delve into at this stage. Yeah, and then I do uh, my kids. Actually, my most important work probably in my life, which is the kids' photo albums, like you know the oh, yeah. uh, or photo books. So I'm gonna make a photo book each. Yeah. Um, so that's I've the next the images of your kids that you've taken. Yeah, the image of my kids, like basically the, the family photo album, Yeah, um, yeah. you know, for them to remember their times, you know, when they were young. Yeah, which is so uh, important. I mean, it, it, you know what, I, I look back, my, my dad took a few photos of us when we were um, uh, uh, 
growing up and, and, and mm. they're all black and whites. And I look back at those and I, I cherish those, those mm. photos now and I wish there was more, you know. Yes. Yeah. So I, 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 I say to my kids, just start taking photos now. Take photos of everything, of your friends, what you're doing, where you are, mm. because all those memories, they're, they're so good to have. And you've got to make prints of them as well. You know, you've got to have them in an album or something or a book mm. so yeah. that you can, you can, because, you know, you just don't want to lose that sort of stuff, you know, that visual history. Yeah, well, that's a yeah. good, good project to have. I think that's... that's really I think it's, uh, yeah, as I said, it's like probably my most important body of work, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's right, yeah. It's it like is. not out there in the world, but uh, but personally, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a great project to have. And in fact, I, I did start one uh, a while back and it's called Our Life and it was all the photos that I'd taken, just, you know, some are good, some are happy snaps um, mm. that I converted them all to black and white because I wanted everyone i wanted the kids to feel like they were old you know so but i'm mm. to make them black and white and they were so much better in black and white you know mm. i look at my kids now i mean and they just changed so much in that time so it's it's really nice to have those visual records uh of their life growing yeah. up the things that we've done and all that so yeah that's a great that's a great project to, to do yes, so, memories too right yeah yeah and um have you got um uh, any exhibitions or any viewings of your work anywhere coming up anytime soon? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's mostly kind of, I think, like the timing could be quite good for it. Um, and But I kind of global uh, photograph what humans do with nature and how nature fights back. Uh, I think that could be, um, yeah, it's, it's a very contemporary topic. So. Yeah. so if I say something, I might just act on it. So Which is really kind of how I, you know, I got to where I am just by randomness seeing something I acting on it and then next thing is they write back and they want it and other times they don't and and like um, mostly focusing on the actual work and the next project that I'm doing rather than mm-hmm. spending because it's it's my it's kind of my safe my go-to place you know that's what I do in my spare time mm-hmm. and I get a lot out from it and I get more out from it by doing the work than by than by um, submitting it somewhere that, mm-hmm. that feels more like work yeah yeah, yeah, good stuff. I think I lost well, mate, me again. We, um, we, oh, no. we, we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, we've got uh, uh, places to be, people to meet, photos to take, as always. As you say, there's never oh, enough no. hours in the day to do everything. But um, thanks for being on the show. And it's Hello, been guys. great to, to hear from you and hear about your story oh, and goodness. your photography. I, I love it. I think it's amazing. You, you're definitely an artist and um if anyone wants to check out your work, um, it's uh, johannes.com.au, uh, J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S.com.au. Uh, go have a look at his work. It's amazing. And um, get some inspiration from that. Carmen, Yo, I'm are you here. there, my friend? Yes, I'm here. Uh, well, let's, um, I think we've lost Johannes again. He's He um, seems to be having trouble with his internet. Hmm. Um Let's um let's wrap it up, mate. Um, okay, cool. We'll uh, we'll talk again soon, hey? All right, absolutely. And uh, look, just want to say to Johannes, uh, you know, he has dropped out on us, but the, that has been a fascinating chat. Uh, we're going to be back next week. We might be having a chat to Angela Rossen, who is a proper artist, Fletch. Yeah, yeah unlike us, unproper artists. But yeah, I know. It's going to be interesting. Well, that's good because it's good to get different perspectives. I mean, we... We hear from photographers all the time, but it's kind of nice to think about, well, let's, let's talk about um, uh, a painting artist, mm. not a photographic artist, and yeah, let's see what um, what they've got there. Because the, the principles are pretty much the same. It's, mm. it's all about light and colour and shape and form and inspiration. Absolutely. And, 
perspiration. So yeah, that'll be good. All right, mate. Well, um, I've got to go off and do uh, do some real work now. Uh, so we'll catch you next week. Okay. See you soon. Bye.